This podcast may contain adult language and situations, graphic, gory details, and other not-so-nice things. Listener discretion is advised. I'm Lacey. And I'm Ashley. And this is United States of Murder, the Patreon episode. The holiday patron extravaganza episode. Yes. Yes. I just have a real quick update. Okay. Before we dive in. Let's just jump jump into it. To your Christmas extravaganza. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if anyone's been following the Purvis Payne stuff. Probably not like me. But we covered this terrible case on our Tennessee episode. Purvis Payne was in his 20s. When Sharice Christopher and her two-year-old daughter, Lacey Jo, were found stabbed to death inside their apartment. Sharice had more than 80 stab wounds and her three-year-old son, Nicholas, did survive. He had multiple stab wounds and had to have several surgeries, but Lacey Jo passed away as well. So Purvis was arrested and charged with their murders and sentenced to 30 years for the assault of Nicholas. His DNA was found on multiple items at the crime scene, and an officer saw him running down the apartment stairs when he pulled up. So this was in 1988, and he has maintained his innocence for more than 30 years. This case has been reviewed many times by the Tennessee Supreme Court, as well as the U.S. Supreme Court, and his execution day was delayed while his lawyers worked on exonerating him due to lost DNA DNA that had failed to be tested, and his low IQ. So at the time of the trial, his IQ was 78. His attorney argued that under the Constitution, a person with an intellectual disability cannot be executed, and the Tennessee legislature recently passed a law saying the same thing. So Purvis Payne is officially no longer on death row. He will serve two consecutive life sentences for the murder of Sharice and Lacey Joe. There will be a resentencing hearing later on in his defense attorney and the Innocence Project are both working to get him fully exonerated. So small victory for the Purvis family. Yeah. The person that committed these crimes should be punished, but sure. they need to find that person. Clearly, if you don't already know, I don't think he did it. But well, to be a devil's advocate, even if he's guilty, I'm not saying he should be a free man, but right. the death penalty thing did not sit, sit well with me because there wasn't there's, much evidence and also intellectual disability. There's just too many things where uh-huh. that's where the death penalty gets real sticky for me. Is sure. If there's not, what is it? Evidence beyond a reasonable. I mean, I guess a jury yes. does think that, but it's so. But I there was know. so much DNA that wasn't tested. Yeah. And when then DNA when they wasn't tested, and then when they did test it, it came back an unknown mm-hmm. male, not him. So clearly, there was somebody else in there that touched all the things. Yeah, that, it's not yeah. clear. It's in not my opinion. Clear. It's not a clear cut case to where you can say this man is going to get the death penalty. We're going to take his life because he did this. It's yeah. not. Yeah. So I mean, just that, we just we don't need a body just taking a jail cell. Yeah, just and I, you know, for closure, so to speak, or for the sake of saying that we've mm-hmm. solved this case. Right. But we just need to make sure it's the right person. Exactly, if you're gonna put yeah. someone to death, so that's my that's my little update. Do you have anything? 
As far as updates on cases that I've covered, nothing really going on in terms of, you know, updates. (laughs) In terms of what I've covered, but I've been glued to social media, the TV news outlets over the Duggar case. That motherfucker. When he, Mm -hmm. I've been nervous just because it only takes one jury member or whatever to be Mm -hmm. a home jury. So Mm -hmm. I've been very nervous because. And for it to get thrown out. Exactly. The statistics on pedophiles getting convicted is very slim. People don't, people kept saying, oh, well, there's all this evidence. And I'm like, yeah, but sex offenders get away with a lot. They really do. It's unbelievable. So when they actually convicted him, I was, everything is terrible, but I was so happy that I'm like, he's going away for probably at least 20 years where his kids can grow up. And he won't hurt them. Other kids won't be hurt by him. And he's... Hopefully he can't download any other things. Yeah. I like, just, uh-uh, I can't. Uh, I should have never and even he asked smiled. <laughs> he smiled in his second mugshot. I just... He had a shitty smirk in the first one. It... Ugh. Ugh. And mm-mm. I have so many... I could do a whole podcast on my thoughts well, on this trial. I believe you. People, people started messaging us um, asking if we've heard of this one podcast. It's based out of Arkansas. And they focus on... I guess they've been focusing on the Duggar case. I I'm can't. like, I had no idea. And they're like, you should team up. I'm like, oh. I am... I just slip into their DMs. I am the literal face of, I don't want to talk about kids stuff because it makes me super uncomfortable because... I'm a mother, and I instantly put my child's face on every victim, every case, everything when it comes to a child, and it's just, and I'm sure all parents do that, but I want to th- I, I'm like, f- give me five minutes. Just give me. I have so many thoughts, and the fact that I truly do think his wife thinks he's innocent. Mm-hmm. And there's so much... She's so brainwashed. There's so much brainwashing. There's so much cognitive dissonance. It, it angers me, but I feel sorry for every woman in that family. And child. and Women, child, yeah. The elder boys, give mm. them all the fingers. I mean, they grew up in it, but when you reach a certain age, just... You have uh, to have accountability for your actions. But, oh, gosh. I don't know. I have so many, so many thoughts, but I'm glad he's going away. I wish it was for longer, but, you know, I feel for the jury members who had to watch and so, see. Uh, well, someone DM me and they're like, I haven't gotten into it because I didn't want to know what he did or what he was watching. And I, I will be honest, I don't know either. I know it was children in like terrible situations and stuff, but I didn't read any details. Oh, I, I don't did. want to know. I did. Ugh, and I know I there wish were pages I involved, but... I did, I didn't I skimmed over that I didn't get into because trafficking and kidnapping and oh it's it's all horrible but to think that their family is brainwashed into thinking someone set him up for a political agenda girl stop I I've, I'm furious it's like hold him accountable it, it angers me they've protected their son all oh, these years over their over the, their daughters multiple daughters yeah four mm-hmm. daughters and we don't know who the fifth victim was but i'm like protect your girls stop trying to protect your son's reputation and clean up his mess anyway i hope the jury gets the counseling they Uh need after that because they're Mm going to need it Mm -hmm. i don't know i would have hated to be because i think Mm -hmm. they had to see pictures and watch videos they have to know what he he did yes what he was downloading and what he was and i never thought about it from a perspective of being on the jury that you have to look at some really terrible things that the public never knows what you see that would be tough. 
Because you know no one wants to see that in the jury. They're all like, oh, no. But there has to be a jury. I hope there was a lot of daddies on that jury is what I hope. And a lot of mamas. Well, I, I've been reading the notes and stuff like that because there's cameras aren't allowed. But a lot of people were saying, like, through all of that, the jury members were tearing up and crying. And, I mean, of course, no one, ugh, unless you're a, a predator, you don't want to see any of that. But, ugh, anyway, that's not, has nothing to do with any of my cases, but that's something I've been... Well, that's a true crime in the headline. Right it is. Now. It is in the, in the headline. That's for sure. And I'm following along with. They've been family members have been releasing statements, and his parents' statement is. Oh fuck them! I don't. Mm-mm. I know. I can't. Sorry. Mm-mm. I don't. I don't have any. Mm-mm. They make me. He's running for some kind of political thing in Northwest Arkansas right now. I know. I'm just, they're nasty, disgusting. I want to go. I'm going to go up there and tear down all their signs. I'm just a couple hours away. I'll be like. Road trip. If, you, if I'm arrested, it will be for like vandalizing a Duggar's. I, I, I know some attorneys. We'll or get you kidnapping off. a Duggar daughter. Sorry, you didn't hear that here. Patrons, Shut we're up. on the DL. Don't Shut don't up. rat me out, patrons. Premeditated gets thrown around a lot in court, Lacey. <laughs> Let's have, change the subject. Lacey's gonna lot her hair on. Fire. I know. Getting me on this stuff. Sorry, I asked. The other night, Sam was like, "Can you? We got to stop talking about this." He's like, "I don't care about." The Duggars. I'm like, what? I don't really turn the other cheek. You're just ignoring the problem. I know. No, I know. I know. I'm the same way. I'm. Uh-uh. It's just. It. It just. It. It res- resonates with us because a we're women. Mm-hmm. B I'm a mom. You're a dog mom, which is basically like a being mm-hmm. a human mom. So I, I still I like kids. You know I don't want. Mm-mm. It's just anyway. Let's let's switch gears. switch gears. Let's talk about something else. Okay. For instance, did you know that Christmas used to be known as the spooky season? No. When? Well, you're like, I don't know. It was a tradition back in the 1800s and early 1900s. A big part of Christmas Eve was spent sitting around the fire and telling ghost stories. Really? Yes. In the song, The Most Wonderful Time of the Year... In its lyrics, it says there'll be scary ghost stories and tales of glories of Christmases long ago. That's true. Mm-hmm. They also used to send out gory Christmas cards with like weird ass insects and murdery looking frogs on them. Nuh-uh. Yes. What? Yes. Like dark images of like bad little kids being stuffed into bags <laughs> by Krampus. <laughs> I mean, I just tell you, I would rather have one of those creepy, weird-ass cards than these perfect Olin Mills family photo cards that everybody sends out nowadays. Do you you send out Christmas cards? No, and if I do, they're, like, from Dollar General. I've never mailed out. Oh. I've never mailed out Speaking of Krampus. (laughs) (laughs) What? Don't make me lock you up. What? What is it? It feels like he gets a voice for the patrons. Anyways. What if I got some scary cards and just mailed them out and my family members would be like, oh. Well, my family and friends would not even be surprised. They'd be like, oh, yep, this one's from Ashley. I mean, the Victor- this was all during the Victorian era. And it was weird as hell. <laughs> yeah. It really was. Yeah. Santa Claus was more sinister back then, too. He was the good cop. Krampus was the bad cop. Santa brought presents to the good kitties, and the Krampus would kidnap them or whip them with the switch. Holy shit. Could you imagine hearing a story 
That's some messed up stuff. Yeah. Santa was also depicted peeking in the windows, spying on children, which is very Chester Molester of him. (laughs) Anyways. Yeah. There was no Frosty the Snowman or Jolly St. Nick during this time. Mm -hmm. This was all like spooky time, like spooky stories. That is kind of spooky if you think about it. It's like there's some old man. Yeah. Now that I'm Who has no kids but loves kids and wants you to sit on his lap. Yeah, mm-hmm. now that I'm thinking about it. Mm-hmm. So the most famous, of course, is A Christmas Carol, mm-hmm. where four phantoms visit Ebenezer Scrooge's greedy ass. <laughs> Edgar Allan Poe also wrote his poem, The Raven, which is set in the bleak month of December. In Shakespeare's A Winter's Tale, and I'm not going to pronounce this name right, is it Mamilius? I didn't know Anyways, that one. he proclaims a sad tale's best for winter. I have one of sprites and goblins. Ooh. So it goes way back. Sprites are freaky, too. I mean, that's like not my favorite drink, but I'll drink <laughs> it. So all this was based on folklore and the supernatural, which the Puritans frowned at, so it never really took off in America. They wanted ghosts to be kept in their place and only let out in October. Ugh. Halloween, Puritans, which was important to Scottish and Irish immigrants. That's where Ooh. Halloween came from. So December 25th is actually linked to the winter solstice. Pre-Christian times where the light dies and the line between the living and the dead worlds are the thinnest. Puritans yeah. actually tried to abolish Christmas because it shares no biblical purpose. And some of the things actually associated with Christmas, like mistletoe, holly berries, wreaths, and yule logs are all pagan symbols. Really? Uh-huh. The Yuletide celebration actually celebrates the death of light and the longest nights of the year. <laughs> I love it. Oh. Anyways. They would have burned me for sure. Oh, you would have been toast. <laughs> like this girl. This girl's a witch. Yule logs. And we don't do that here. She's got a wreath up on her house. No Puritans. Mm-mm. Anyways, there's a little folklore about Christmas for you, Lacey. That's interesting. And uh, I guess you're going to elaborate a little more on the aforementioned Krampus. Yeah, for some. those that don't know about the Christmas demon, you're going to tell us about him? I'm going to tell you some stuff. I love it. The Feast of St. Nicholas is on the morrow, but this eve's one of dread and sorrow. Tis crumpish not, and he's a-coming, his feet are stamping, and a dreadful drumming, with clanging chains and foul breath, with spiky horns and stench of death, with glowing eyes and many a bell, that rings of things too dark to tell. So hold your sweet little ones dear, and pray that they've been good this year, for if their behavior is deemed to lack, then Krampus shall put them in his sack. Dun, dun, dun. That sounds horrifying. So, since this is our December episode, I thought I'd bring you some holiday cheer. You know, get, let's get in the holiday spirit here. I'm going to tell you about some, some Krampus. And a lot of people already know about Krampus. Some people don't. I tried to watch the movie the other night, but it was three ninety nine, and I'm like, "Come on, I already pay for Prime, <laughs> Netflix, HBO. I can't watch this if I'm not can't watch it for free on all my platforms. It's not on anything. Well, it's you have to pay. I think it's on 
Peacock or something. Oh, you should get Jason's password. I know. That's actually what I was thinking. <laughs> I'm like, okay. So Krampus is a half goat, half demon beast who is the anti-Saint Nicholas. He comes with a chain and bells that he lashes about along with a bundle of birch sticks meant to swat naughty children. He then hauls the kids down to his lair. The name Krampus or Krampus. I like it better when you say Krampus. it that way. Krampus. Yes. I can't say it very well. I am... I have some German, but I don't know the the uh, language. So it's derived from the German word Krampen, which means claw. Good God. Mm-hmm. So Krampus is said to be the son of hell in Norse mythology, who's the goddess of death. So the origin of Krampus isn't clear, but many folklorists and anthropologists believe that it has pre-Christian origins. They at least know that the legend is part of a centuries-old tradition in Germany. As far back as the 11th century in Germany, during feasts and festivals, there would be people wearing devil masks. See? Yeah. Christmas is spooky. They'd be acting boisterously and pretty much just trying to be a nuisance for fun. It kind of reminds me of the Joker, but Mm -hmm. without the fun hat. So some believe that Krampus derives from a pagan supernatural being who was assimilated to the Christian devil. For a brief period of time, in the aftermath of the 1932 election in Austria, the Krampus tradition was prohibited. The Catholic Church forbade the celebrations of Krampus, and the fascists in World War II Europe weren't a fan either. Of course, fascists hate everything. Well, you would think they would dig it. (laughs) Oh, true. So they didn't like Krampus because they considered it... Okay. They didn't like Krampus because they considered it a creation of the Social Democrats. Oh, Jesus Christ. So, like, they didn't think of it. They're like, oh, they they did it. They did this. So the Nazis banned Krampus, which makes me think Krampus is good, right? Like, if the Nazis banned Krampus... So anyone caught dressing up as a Krampus faced the death penalty. What's fucking new is Germany. Like, everything is the death penalty. Nazi Germany. Yeah, I'm like, if you dress up as a Krampus, whatever. I mean, could you not just be like, no, dude, I'm a goat. <laughs> My mom made this costume. I'm a goat. I'm a goat. Bye. <laughs> Bye, bitch. Bye, bitch. Oh, they didn't have a sense of humor. Oh, that's rain. I was like, are you printing something? <laughs> I thought it was the printer, too. Sorry, y'all. It's raining and we're getting some attacks. It's Krampus. And your cat. Oh, my God. Go back to the lair. In the 1950s, the government distributed pamphlets titled Krampus is an Evil Man. What? But the tw- government got involved? The government. Oh Isn't this? Which makes me think that Krampus is real. The government has to oh get Oh, Lord. You're bringing a conspiracy saying Krampus. I love, I love a conspiracy. So, yeah, they distributed pamphlets. But toward the end of the century, Krampus celebrations became popular again. People want fun. People want demons. Yeah, by Nazis. Krampus appears in many variations, but there are usually some common characteristics. He's usually brown or black, hairy, like hairy all over, has cloven hooves and the horns of a goat. He has a gross, long, pointed tongue and some fangs your face. Don't worry, everyone. I'll share some fun photos of him. And yes, there are a lot of postcards I saw. And... Etsy is filled with Krampus stuff. And it's funny because now that I've done this on, I'm in an Etsy group Mm -hmm. on Facebook. And because it's Christmas time, everyone's posting their Krampus stuff and I'm noticing it more and more. If you have a Krampus drawing, send us 
send it to us. We'll post it on our Instagram. So he's usually carrying a chain, which are thought to be, which are thought to symbolize the binding of the devil by the Christian church. The chains are sometimes accompanied with bells of various sizes. And, you know, he has the bundles of birch branches that he swats children Mm -hmm. with. So these birch bundles are called rutin. And some believe that these may have been used in pre-Christian pagan rites. Sometimes Krampus carries a sack, but it's not full of presents for kids. It's to put naughty kids into. According to folklore, Krampus shows up in towns the <laughs> night. <laughs> I love switching it on, on. So Krampus shows up in towns the night of December 5th, known as Krampusnacht or Krampus night. My German is rusty, obviously. The next day, December 6th, is Nikolastag, or St. Nicholas Day. <laughs> I'm glad we don't have any German patrons yet, but they're like, oh my God. So, I'm, I'm a German. I am too, but I don't know German, I'm, obviously. I know a little bit, not much. Yeah, I'm 30-ish percent-ish. Anyway, my, my maiden name is Rhodes, which is German. <laughs> they're like, uh, that's not, not good enough for us. Okay, so on December 6th, St. Nicholas Day... When the children look outside their door to see if the shoe or boot they left out the night before contains either presents or a rod. I remember doing this in elementary school once. We didn't learn about Krampus, but we learned about other traditions. Not dark, but like, I think it was the Dutch. I could be wrong, but put shoes out mm-hmm. for Christmas and then mm-hmm. get gifts in it. And we did that. Did you do the pickle in the tree? Uh, we did that in school once. Yeah. Did you do it at home? No, never did that at home. Do you do that? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So what what tradition do you have with the pickle? Like, um, does Max I find it? Or I have the pickle it? in the tree, and it's a it's a glass pickle. It's like an ornament. I've seen those? And I hide it in the tree, and he's got to find it, and then he gets an extra present. Oh. I mean, he's gonna get it anyways. But yeah, that's funny. Has he ever not found it? <sighs> no, because I'm always like, well, you should look over here. Don't ever use a flocked tree for that. It'll be a nightmare. Like mine. Oh, no. No, no. So messy. Mm. Okay. So a more modern take on the tradition in Austria, Germany, Hungary, Slovenia, and the Czech Republic involves drunken men dressed as devils. Yes. Oh, I'm here for this. So they take over the- drunk men dressed as- Drunk men. Dressed as devil masks on? Yeah. So they Mm. take over the streets for a Krampuschlaf. (laughs) I'm sorry. Which translates to Krampus Run. So people are chased through the streets by quote-unquote devils. Maybe it's to scare children into behaving. Maybe it's just a way for grown men to party in their middle-aged life. Who's to say? I don't know. So this tradition continues to present day. So we can go take a trip during (laughs) Krampusnacht. I can't. Can't, I can't. So... In 2008, more than 1,000 Krampuses participated in one of the biggest Krampus runs in St. Johann, Austria. Can you imagine? 1,000 men dressed up in devil masks running around. Girl, <laughs> sounds like heaven. I don't know. <laughs> I haven't looked at pictures of this event. I need to because it's probably... They're probably gross. Yeah, I was like, it's There's probably just not. just a bunch of dad bods. It can't be pretty. It can't be pretty. For over a century... Most Americans probably never saw a Krampus card, even knew who Krampus was, but that all changed in 2004 when art director and graphic designer 
Monty Beauchamp published a book of Krampus cards and helped organize an art show inspired by the cards. You can find them all over Etsy, along with all other types of Krampus merch. Remember the 2015 movie that I was just talking about, but they say that probably helped with its recent popularity in the U.S. Mm -hmm. I also read that cities like D.C., Atlanta, and New Orleans have been doing Krampus-themed races and are even throwing Krampus parties now. We should have a Krampus party. Yes. Little Rock needs a Krampus run. How do we, who do I talk to? We just make it up. Make it up and just. We're just going to do it on our oh own. Oh my gosh. And then make a Facebook event. And Let's do it. Oh it's on. This is the best idea you've ever had. Oh my gosh. This, this is the best. Oh Lord. So Austria is attempting to commercialize Krampus by selling chocolates, figurines, and collectible horns. But there are already complaints that he's becoming too commercialized and losing his edge because of his newfound popularity. (laughs) So, you know, let's keep Krampus edgy, folks. So, okay, this is my favorite thing about Krampus. It's customary to offer a Krampus schnapps. So, he doesn't do milk and cookies. It goes straight to the hard stuff. So, schnapps is in a strong distilled fruit. Brandy, not like Rumpelmans, but maybe on a pin- in a pinch you could give Gross. Krampus Gross. some Rumpel. But like, no. you know, the traditional schnapps. Mm-mm. So leave out some schnapps for Krampus. I'm not even buying schnapps. Isn't what is this? Hilarious? 10th grade and you're stealing some alcohol from your parents? No. Well, we have a lot of schnapps for mixers. Mm-mm. Not me. You don't do schnapps mixers? Have you ever seen me do a schnapp? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, have you seen me do a schnapp? You drink all the shit You're drinks. You're correct. I drink all the schnapps. I don't like rum. The schnit drinks. <laughs> I don't do rum. I'm not doing any mint, fruit. I don't want toothpaste. But no, I like a I like a peach schnapps mm-mm. in a cocktail. Mm-mm. No? No. I just want to I'll just do vodka. Oh my gosh. Okay. No. okay, okay. I'm 41. Like, that ship has sailed. The, the mix and drinks and the fruity shit and the let's do a shot of this. I, I'm not a shotter. I've thrown up too many times and had too many close calls for other things to take a shot. If I do a shot, I should have left three hours ago. I'm Just, not, I don't do shots and stuff, but I like a fancy schnapps or liqueur. But I was trying to think. Keep on and you're going to have a Krampus at your house. <laughs> I'll leave out a little thing of peach schnapps. Oh, no. Uh, I'm like, do you like peach, dude? Or what's your your take? Yeah, I'll post all the pictures. It's a little too late. I'm too busy right now. But I'm like, oh, it'd be, it would have been cool if I designed a um, Krampus for my Etsy shop or and had it on here. But maybe next year. I'll be back Next year. Krampus run. Krampus pictures. Krampus Etsy. Yeah, we need to organize something. If you've ever been to any type of Krampus event, or maybe uh, another tradition that's, I don't know, dark and spooky, full of terrors, email us. Tell us. Also, this is our last patron-only episode of the year, but don't worry, we'll be back in January. But I wanted to ask you all, since you're in the DL, what do you want to hear from us? It'd be fun if they could give us suggestions on... What they want the Patreon episodes to be. Yes, I agree. I Do like that idea. Do you want to, I don't know, tell us. We're, we're all yours to what you want because these episodes, we have a little more leeway in what we're doing. I mean, maybe one day we'll do a, a special country 
Austria, maybe. That's not a country, but maybe we'll do an Austria yeah, episode. I thought you were going to say, like, country, like... I was like, no, we're not doing a country, like, I thought you meant like country music or something. Maybe one day we'll do a country, a country western. Country western episode. Yeehaw, y'all. Well, we are in Arkansas. I am a, a southerner, <laughs> if I do say so myself. A German southerner. Yes, yes, it's, it's weird. It's really weird. But what else do we want to talk about? When will we be back? We need to figure out when we'll be back and what state we're going to start the year off. We'll announce it on the patron first. January 10th? How about, okay, you're hearing it here first. January 10th. Our, we'll be back. We'll be back for season two on January 10th of 2022. And we've got some fun uh, things in the new year. Mm-hmm. So don't go away. Don't go away. We'll be back. We just need a couple weeks, take a deep breath, and also brainstorm about fun stuff we're going to do in the future, which we need a, a net. West Virginia-esque episode every time because that we got a, so many messages that about the West doozy. Virginia. I'm like, y'all, I can't make, you can't make this stuff up. I don't know what else to say. That was a good one. It really was a good one. But thank you all so much for being a part of our Patreon family. We really appreciate it. It, it helps us with so much because there's a lot of stuff that goes on behind the scenes and your support really does help. And also... There are a couple people that haven't given me their mailing addresses yet. You don't have to if you don't want me to know it. I get it. But if you want stickers and stuff, just let us know and we and send us your address and we'll mail some your way. Also, maybe something got lost in the mail. You haven't gotten yours yet. Whatever. Send us a message. We'll send it your way. But do you have any New Year's resolutions yet? Or are you not thinking that far? Or do you not? You don't I do never that. keep them. I haven't really thought that far ahead yet. I never keep them. I should be better at that. Well, I kind of like monthly goals or weekly goals. And if you don't like it, you're allowed to do whatever you want. I don't, I feel like committing to a year of something is too long. I'm Catholic. I mean, we already have Lent that we have to give <laughs> shit up. Like, you're asking too much of me. Oh my gosh. You're, you're asking way too much of me. Yeah. I, that's good. That's a good point. But. Well, then you beat yourself up when you, you Is know, that you where don't... the Catholic guilt comes from in? No, I mean... I hear that phrase a lot, and I There's actually, a lot of Catholic guilt. What does that mean, exactly? I mean... Why do you have Catholic guilt? What is that about? What's that thing? <laughs> you're like, oh, God, you're really... <laughs> as a joke on the white claw. Um, what is I, that about? I mean, I feel like it's different than for everybody. Like, it just depends on... I mean, I feel like you're raised in a certain way uh-huh. to be at a certain standard, I guess the word is, of being a Christian. Yeah. And then you don't follow through, and then you have the guilt because it's been... It's been drilled into your head. Yeah. See, I feel like other religions have that too, but there's not a phrase. You know, there's... Well, there should be. Pentecostal guilt. (laughs) Lutheran guilt. guilt. First Baptist guilt. (laughs) Missionary Baptist, Missionary guilt. Baptist guilt, United Baptist guilt, yeah, all the all Free the Baptist, Baptist guilt. Man, why do they have so many? I don't know. I Baptist, feel like, let us know. Why do you have so I many? I feel like they just get like there's too many versions. We're not staying here. Mm. <laughs> we're gonna go do it missionary style oh, in our Lord. church. So I'm everything. Don't come at me, Christians. <laughs> the Catholic faith interests me because I've never been in a confessional or anything, but they seem so interesting. Like, is it <sighs> is it freaky? I mean, well, I mean, in confession. You can either 
go where the partition is separating you, where it's... But don't they basically see your face and not I mean, there's are? a part... Well, I mean, you go to the church, so they're, they're going to, I feel like, some degree. Or yeah. you can go to... Because I would You can meet face-to-face face with the priest, which when I was a little girl, I would. I would go face-to-face oh face because I was like... Did you well, really tell them everything you did? No. Okay. Never. <laughs> If I was going to go, if I was going to confess everything, it would be at a total rate. I would like well, drop to Dallas and go to a Catholic church where nobody I knew either. me. I would never confess everything to someone who I thought would know me. Cause that's like, but I feel like exactly like as a child preteen, you go to, you know, your CCD classes, you have your first communion, you oh meet with the priest, you sing in the little kids choir, There's you do the lot. Christmas content. Like, so, you know, Oh yeah. The priest and the altar boy and all the people, like, you get to know them. Mm. So then when you go to confession, you're like, I know he knows who I did. I know he knows Well, me. yeah, I would. But I remember, like, being a little girl and going and meeting with Father Ralph was his name. His last name was super long in Italian, but yes, so we just called sounds, him Father Ralph. Sounds legit. So I remember meeting face-to-face with him, and I would just be so quiet, and he'd be like, so... Have you been listening to your mom and dad? And I'd be like, sometimes, or you know, he would basically pull it out of me. Have you, have you been talking back? I mean, it was like very innocent, childly things. Yeah, and he'd say, you know, you need to say, you know, like four Hail Marys and like three Lord's prayers or whatever. So after you go to confession, then you go out and you say your penance. Oh. With your rosary, and you say all the prayers, and then you're done. But as I got older, I was like, uh, I'm going <laughs> the screen between me. But See, that kind of stuff, it's yeah. so interesting. I love knowing about other religions, and I don't know. I don't know. The whole, the whole thing with confession, like... I always was, again, confused as a child. Other, <laughs> Like I said on the last one with the you know, communion and this is the blood of Christ and all that. But I was always like, doesn't God already know all the shit I did? Like, if he knows everything, right? then I why mean, am I telling you? Good point. Good point. Yeah. So you can tell me what I need to say to make it better? I already asked for forgiveness, bro. <laughs> I don't need to be here. <laughs> like, oh God, this one. Yeah. This one is, um, it oh, was, uh, yeah, but I mean, but like I said, people confess a lot of probably terrible stuff to priest because they have to keep it, Yeah, you know? they really do. So, I don't know. And you have to tell them, you know, like, bless me, Father, for I have sinned. My last confession was so many days or years or months ago. And so, this podcast is taking a tangent. But, like, I'm not Catholic and I've never confessed to a priest. If I was like, tomorrow I'm going to join the church, I have to confess. I would have to talk about my whole life of confession. No, 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 no. Like there's no. a time if some stamp. Whatever's on your heart. Like whatever oh. you feel like you need to confess. Because I was like, that would confess. take years of confessing. No, I'm not talking about the shit I did when I was 15. Like if I went okay. today, I wouldn't like go. It's like, it's current affairs. And when affairs, I was 26, I met this sailor. <laughs> <laughs> it's current affairs. Yes. Okay. No. So that makes more sense because I've been like, oh my gosh. What is weighing on you that okay. you feel the need? to go confess it to a man of the cloth and and get it off your chest Mm. and do your penance. This is our Catholic corner. This is the Catholic corner. (laughs) 
By a non-Catholic and a lapsed Catholic. <laughs> we'll tell you all the facts. We'll tell you all the facts. You're folks. And, and, and if you don't know, we're making some of this we're shit up. We're going to go along We're going to Goog it. So anyways, yeah. Okay. Well, that was interesting. So yeah, we'll be back January 10th. Follow us along on social media and we'll post stuff in the meantime of our shenanigans. Cause and I'm going to try to get Lacey to go to confession now. I'm, now you've piqued my interest. What do you need to confess? See, I, I don't have guilt, really. I don't think I have well, guilt. Well, that's, you're Is a that terrible bad? person then if you have no guilt on anything that you ever do or think or say. Well, I have a lot, well, I have a, all the guilt and no guilt. You know what I mean? I'm like, no, I'm just full of fucking guilt. It's <laughs> just pouring out of me. Well, I don't feel like I need to tell people. I don't know. You know what I mean? But he's not people. You're not Catholic. Yeah, he's so a person never mind. to me. Never like, mind. Who's this dude? She's like, who's this guy? Who are you, dude? Yeah. Well, like, do you have any women priests? I'll talk to her. Or Sister Janet. <laughs> or Sister Janet. <laughs> Give me your eldest nun. Oh, no. <laughs> we got to shut this down before Lacey okay, okay. gets struck by lightning. Oh, my gosh. Is that bad? Can you not confess to a nun? I'm joking. No. I know that. You I'm, cannot. I'm no fool. All right. Thank Merry, you. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. And happy New Year. Happy New Year. Bye. We'll be back. <laughs> Bye. Bye.